Lester, and this week on Living in the Pages, I speak with best-selling author Rachel Higginson. We discuss coping with the chaos of a busy home life, writing for the love of it, and mistaken identity. Hello, Rachel. Hi, Aster. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. What have you been up to today? Just dealing with kids. I have five of them, so the school process is intense around here. (laughs) I bet. Thank you for fitting me into your morning. My goodness. Oh, of course. Thank you for having me. What part of the world are you in? Nebraska. Oh, I'm a okay. Midwest girl. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're on the same time zone then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been publishing books a long time. Can you tell us a little bit about how you first got started and when you knew this was what you wanted to pursue? Sure. Yeah, I have been publishing books a long time. Sometimes it feels like I'm still a newbie, I guess, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I put some years in. So I've always wanted to be a writer. I mean, I just had that writing gene in mm-hmm. me, I guess, just that passion always. But I had thought I would be, or I had planned to be more of like a journalist. Like I was really interested in like war correspondency or oh, like, I don't okay. know, danger. I like danger. <laughs> but when it was time to go to college, I my dad got ended up getting sick. Um, was diagnosed with cancer. And so I chose a college that was nearby and they gave me a music scholarship. And so I thought, okay, I'll just get my gen eds out of the way, like on their dime. And then, you know, I'll switch over to journalism when I want to. Like, I don't know. I really had it all planned out. And so <laughs> the my freshman year, the college I chose dropped the journalism program. Oh, no. And so my dream was like, oh, not exactly going to happen. Um, and my dad continued to get sick. Aww. So I just stayed where I was. And um, I, then I chose intercultural studies as a major. I figured I could do the same kind of thing, traveling, working, like disaster relief mm-hmm. and get that travel bug out of me. And then instead of pursuing that career, once I graduated, my husband and I got married. We were high school sweethearts. Um, we grew up together. Oh, and so I graduated college and got pregnant the next month. Like it was like, <laughs> I mean, you know, like everything is okay. You're going to stay in Nebraska. You're not going to go anywhere. But then right before my daughter was born, my dad ended up passing away from cancer. Oh, and so I went through this like depression of like, I had lost my dream career. Mm-hmm. I had gotten to four years of college for nothing. Now I'm pregnant, stay at home mom. And my dad had died. And so in the middle of this, I came back to writing just as like therapy, just to, I don't know, express my emotions because mm-hmm. I was having a lot of them. And it was like finding myself again in the middle of this pain. I found myself in writing. And so I had tried to write a novel. It was like one of those, maybe someday I'll write a novel Mm -hmm. when I'm like retired and I have free time. And (laughs) instead I just jumped ahead on the, the, my lifelong goals. And I loved it. Like I never had seen myself as a novelist, but man, I fell in love with it so hard and assumed I had written the best book on the planet. I mean, (laughs) of course. (laughs) And then I decided to get it published only that was very quickly um, 
maybe revealing that it was not the best book on the planet. <laughs> oh, no. And I spent the next four years, it was like I tried about 2008, 2009. It was kind of the crash of the publishing industry, that big recession period. Mm-hmm. And I was not a very good writer back then. And so I spent those four years just working on edits and I wrote a second book and learning how to get comfortable with rejection. And I don't know, about 2011, my husband said to me, why don't you try self-publishing? And I I was like, well, that is so adorable that you want my dream to die. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It was not a big thing then. It was like anything you read on the internet was vanity publishing. And Mm -hmm. it was not if you were serious about your career, you didn't self-publish. But then, I don't know, I think my mom gave me a Kindle for Christmas. And it was the first time I had been exposed to ebook reading. And I found Amanda Hawking. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah. my goodness, this is an actual thing. People are doing this. <laughs> and so, yeah, we put my first book up March 11th, 2011. And um, I sold, I don't know. worth of books the first six months. And I'm like, okay, this really was, this is it for me. And then we had, it was a series. So I had published the second book. I was working on the third book. And again, my husband, who is clearly the brains behind our operation, I always say like, I'm just the talent. I work for him. (laughs) But um, he was like, well, let's put the first book for free. Just we're not making money anyways what does it matter and so we did it took a while back then to go free so then one day we just kind of woke up to um several thousand downloads and then we had just it just launched my career from there that free book (laughs) that nobody wanted (laughs) how much time had passed between releasing it and releasing it for free so i released it in march and in october it went free wow so what is that? It's about six months, I think. Yeah. Oh, that's mm-hmm. so fun. Yeah. And I just remember asking Zach, what if this is it? What if this is all, you know, not before it went free? What if, you know, it's just a couple books total that are sold? And he was like, "It does it matter? I mean, you're pursuing your dream. Does it matter if you make money? And I, it just changed my whole perspective. Like, well, no, of course not. I'm not doing this for the paycheck. This is what I love. Mm-hmm. And so then to see it actually, you know, turn around and become a career was just, it's still a miracle to me. Like to this day, I can't get over it. <laughs> and now how many books do you have out? Oh my goodness. I think 36. Oh, my land. I think is my number. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. How long does it usually take you to write? A book. It depends on the genre. So, um, contemporary romances I can do in about six weeks, start to finish. But my paranormal romance books are quite a bit slower. They take me about six months to do. Okay. When this airs, Never Fall in Love with the Rock Star will have just come out. So, yes. congratulations. Thank you. What inspired this story? I Sometimes I don't know. They're just like little, I don't know, you know, like a little daydream almost that mm-hmm. kind of sticks. I've been wanting to tackle addiction. And so, the two characters in Never Fall in Love with Rockstar grew up together, childhood sweethearts. And then as they rose to fame in a band together, um, the 
hero becomes addicted to different substances and just the hurt and pain that she goes through forces her to leave the band and um, just she doesn't want anything to do with fame or music or mm. him anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the story picks up five years after they've broken up and he's sober but just that second chance romance of her, like she still loves him deeply, mm-hmm. but um, learning to trust again after what she went through and just knowing the patterns of addicts and mm-hmm. and how he's he's made promises before and never been able to follow through and how that just messes with people and just, um, yeah, healing through that brokenness. So I wanted to do that, and it kind of just made sense to put it in a. Ro- I love rockstar romances, yeah. reading them, <laughs> and so the setting just kind of fell into place with it. Are you a plotter or a pantser? I am mostly a plotter, and I think I plot for years. So I've had this idea tucked away for about three years. So I will sit and marinate on an idea for ever, and just kind of build up the world in my head and the characters. And I usually do something, I call it a rolling outline. It's nothing special, but it's like, I just outline small portions as I go along. So like three to four chapters or one to two chapters. And then I let the characters speak to me. And then I, um, you know, outline more as I need to. Mm -hmm. But lately, my fifth baby broke me. Oh, no. He really (laughs) flipped life upside down for us. So I have been... Pantsing lately in my writing <laughs> as I just don't have the time to to think. <laughs> what is the age range between your kids? My oldest is 12, and the first four are stair steps. So they're 12, 10, 8, and 6. And then the baby is 2. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's a terror. Oh, I bet he's rotten with good love. <laughs> yeah, not, not bad. Good thing he's cute. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's so fun. Do you write every day, and how do you write with five kids? Yeah, we're hitting that that age where they have activities all the time. And I'm like, <laughs> I need a driver, right, <laughs> or Uber kids or something. Yes. So it takes me about six weeks. But then with the editing process, I'm a little over two months to get a book start to finish and ready to be published. But after the book goes live, I take a good three weeks off of writing completely to like catch up on life, mm-hmm. pay all the bills I've forgotten about or no, <laughs> yeah. no. just uh, spend some extra time with my kiddos. And then, but when I'm in a writing season, my husband is just really good. He comes home from work and I'll go to a coffee shop and write in the evenings or on a Saturday, a lot. I do a lot of, a lot of sleepless nights, just writing until the wee hours of the morning, and then mm-hmm. waking up with the kids. Um, I have put my little one in a, a little daycare thing Mondays and Tuesdays. I've always been like, I don't know, not a good super mom, but just you know, my job lets me stay at home, so I've always wanted to just be able to focus on my kids there yeah. first, and then squeeze in writing when I can. I've never wanted them to feel second to writing. But yeah, it is chaos here. <laughs> Things just don't get done. <laughs> Things don't get done at my house either, and mine are pretty 
big. <laughs> <laughs> Writing is mentally consuming. It's hard for me to think about it the really real world is. when I'm in the middle of a fantasy one. So yes, were we in Sydney together a few years ago at a signing? Um, I don't think so. I was okay. not. I have not been to Sydney. Okay. No. When I saw your, sorry, <laughs> that was a random question. <laughs> <laughs> And if you have not been to Sydney, you know it was not you, for <laughs> sure. <They're>, right. <laughs> now I need to find out who that was, because I feel like I was in a half-asleep stupor at that signing, because I was so jet-lagged. Oh, I'm and sure. There is an author that reminds me of you. When I saw your picture, I'm like, oh, that was that sweet author that oh. said hi. And then was <laughs> yeah, right. Both of us. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> That's fine. Well, <laughs> I had all these warm, fuzzy feelings for you, and I still do. But you are, oh, good. But now I need to find out who that was, too. <laughs> oh, that's really uh, funny. Okay, let's do a fast five. I will ask you questions and you answer off the top of your head. Okay. Last show you binge watched? Um, I just started Dead to Me. I didn't finish oh. it, but I binged a couple episodes me in a row. Me too. And, oh my gosh, so good. <laughs> yes, I'm hooked. I know. I've watched yeah. three and I'm thinking about it and want to get back to it. Oh, me too. I'm like, get the writing done quickly. Squeeze yes, it in. Yes, <laughs> yes. What is your go-to snack? Hummus and um, snap peas. Mm -hmm. Favorite age? My age? Yes. Oh, I don't, I'm really loving my age right now, 35. Nice. What are you wearing right now? Pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I've been wearing them for two days. So <laughs> the writer it. life for you. <laughs> yes. I call that living like an animal. <laughs> yes, um, that's exactly what it is. What is a typical Friday night? Date night, for sure. Ooh. My husband and I, we like to, we're foodies. We like to go try new places and Fun. new bars and new drinks. Yeah, we like a good Friday night. What's your favorite? This is, uh, we've done five, but now I want to know what's your favorite food and stuff and cocktails and beverages. Oh, oh favorite food. Well, I love Mexican food, like fancy, mm -hmm. like tapas and yes all the good stuff um but i really like like modern americana too like anything i don't know i we really love it all we will try anything at least once we like different food exotic food mm -hmm. thai food too see yes. i can't even pick one <laughs> i know i'm i love it all too do you like spicy yes mm -hmm. oh yes uh-huh See, I knew, I knew there was a connection here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> yeah, there's like an instant respect we have for uh -huh. people when we find out they like spicy food. We're like, yeah. oh, we're friends. Exactly. <laughs> Us too. My whole family is into very spicy and we just don't know what to think when someone doesn't like spice. Oh, me too. I'm like, but you're a grown up. Mm -hmm. It's time. It's exactly. time to Cross like spicy. Over. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, will oh, I see you fun. at any signings this year? I will be at Book Bonanza. Okay. Are you? Will yes. you be there? I will be. Feels there. like everyone's going to be there. Uh huh. Good. And if I were to ask if you had one book that is your favorite of yours, 
what would you say? Oh boy, of mine. Um, I usually, when people ask me this, I'm like, well, what genre do you like? (laughs) I write (laughs) everything, but, um, I don't know. Recently, I have loved The Opposite of You. It's my Mm. foodie romance. She owns a food truck, and he owns like a five-star Michelin star restaurant across Mm -hmm. the street, and they butt heads, enemies to lovers. It's a little comedy and a lot of like second chance romance. So it has all my favorite things. Oh, have you seen that movie, The Hundred Foot Journey? Is that what it is? No. Oh, it's so good. um, is it like a hotel or yes. something? Yes. I have seen previews. It's so good. I think you would love it. I'll have to watch it. It has Helen Mirren. Yes. Okay. I love her. Me too. Love her. Yeah. And the food. I love any kind of visually beautiful food movies. <laughs> yes. And this is full of that. Yes. We just watched that. On Netflix, it's like the people who did Chef's Table, but it's street food. Mm. And they have a season in Asia right now. Oh, my goodness. This, like, I'm like, book the trip. <laughs> Fun. Okay, I'll look yeah. for that. Yeah, it looks awesome. Well, I think it's time for us to sing a song. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. I was thinking, let's hear it for the boy. How do you feel about that song? I don't think I know that song. Is that terrible? It's not terrible, but I can't believe it. I mean... Do you feel any songs on your heart? (laughs) Well, it's going to have to be something. I mean, what do I sing to my kids every night? You are my sunshine. Okay, let's do that. Okay. Do you want me to start? Are you on you? Sure. You are... Go, what? Sorry. I'm all nervous. I'm flustered. Uh, Let's do... You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are gray. You'll never know, dear, how much I love you. Please don't take my sunshine away. Yay. <laughs> I think we always ended with yay after that when we sing it to our yeah. kids, too. <laughs> okay, no, that's probably straight yay. from bedtime right there. Yay. <laughs> uh, well, thanks so much for spending time with me. I know you're so busy, and I appreciate you talking with me today. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on. This was so fun. So fun. And I will look forward to seeing you in Dallas at Book Bonanza. Okay, sounds good. Have a great rest of the day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. so much for listening i would love it if you would share these podcasts with everyone you know see you next week